Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holla at me. Top top, they won't top top. They love top top. They won't top top. They love top top. If I speak, I am in in big trouble. In big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Run of play for this week. Friday is interesting or not time. We're going to take a look at weekend games and we're going to decide if it's worth your time and energy to watch it. Or should you just skip that shit? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you are the uh, you are the resident uh, MLS head here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's. Let's go ahead and get into these. Uh, some of these are uh, some of these are pretty um, straightforward that we know about. Um, so let's get to Friday night. Um, Friday night, I think we've got some interesting shit on deck. Um, first one, uh, Philadelphia, DC. Two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, first, um, first, before we say interesting and all, um, is this a rivalry game? Is Philadelphia, DC a rivalry? Um, and then interested or no? Uh, yes, Philly and DC are rivalry. Is it interesting? Yes, because there is a bit of rivalry. It's just this whole East Coast block is it's competitive, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is DC's kind of ass right now. They're in 13th place in the East, above lowly Chicago only. And yeah, Philadelphia is second place in the East right now. You had to throw that in there, didn't you? Hey, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> the standings are what they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game for sure. Like, I'm on board for that one. Um, it could be fireworks because DC always wants to pay, play competitive games in the region. And Philadelphia is competing for that shield place. So, yeah, man, it's a lot to look forward to in that one. Um, okay, let's go to El Trafico. Uh, let's go to El Trafico tonight. Um, El Trafico, 9 p.m. Uh, Central Standard. I guess that would be 10 p.m. That's a late game for a Friday. This Shit. is why. And that's not the latest game that day. Yeah, that's not the latest game that day, right? So, uh, two questions. All right. Mm -hmm. Another two questions for you. Um, so first question, do you think we will see Cellini and or Bale in this game? Um, and then interesting or not? Uh, we will see Cellini probably late in the game. If at all, you will see Bale. And this is absolutely interesting. This is like one of the best rivals rivalries in MLS already. Yeah. Um, each game they've played has been pretty much a classic, man. Always sparks, always high scoring. I'm all on board for this game. I will be staying up to watch this since it's on a Friday. So I have no problem to sleep in. This is must-see TV for me. Um, yeah, interesting all the way. I um I am going to watch this game too. Uh I was a little upset that we had an early soccer game um on Friday, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. but now seeing like that uh this game is gonna be on after my game like i'm definitely gonna be tapped into this i'm gonna have some ice packs on my knees (laughs) fucking drinking my electrolytes like uh tuned into this this is definitely must see tv um this is probably one of the best games um that you get in the mls season Mm-hmm. so like yeah this is this is definitely it and i'm gonna have my lafc gear on when i watch it mm. uh vancouver minnesota is the other late game um friday night uh interesting or not um this is interesting uh because this is a conference game six point swing and they're eighth and ninth place on 24 points each. So, yeah, this is a big game. Very important game. Is it too early to say that this has playoff implications? Uh, not at all, because it has a playoff implication right now. Yeah. Like I said they're both on 24 points, at eighth and ninth place, respectively. Uh, a win for either of them puts them into a playoff position. So going into Saturday, just looking at this run of games, we might have to dub this another rivalry weekend because there are a lot of yeah. uh there are a lot of like I guess you would call rivalry games here, or mm-hmm. at least games that have taken on significance in like, you know, I guess in recent years. Uh we'll start yeah. with the twelve o'clock game. Um, NYCFC and New England, do you consider this a rivalry? Um, and interesting, well, we'll just skip interesting and all. Yeah. Tell us how you feel about the game. Uh, not a rivalry game. Okay. Um, interesting game. Uh, one for me personally, just because I follow NYCFC, so all their games are interesting to me. Uh, two, because New England just signed a new striker from Juventus as a designated player. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect him to have any run out in this game, but I'm excited to see what ideas they're using if they're you know switching their style up uh, ready for this player to come in. Uh, another important game for NYCFC as they have not been playing well. They need a win under Nick Cushing. So um, yeah, this game matters. It doesn't have like huge playoff implications right now but it is important for both of these teams who are above the line right now to gather as many points as they can so yeah this game matters a lot do you um do you think that who do you think of finish higher um nycfc or new england um the end of the season man given our current form i would honestly have to say new england would catch us and the gap would increase between uh philly red bull montreal and that's kind of all i really worry about right now mm-hmm. so yeah uh new england could finish higher than us given our current form but if we can switch it back on we'll be fine 
but I just don't know that we will. Um, Seattle and Portland. Definitely a rivalry game, right? Big time. All right. Uh, interesting or no, this is Saturday afternoon. Interesting. That's always fireworks. It's not too late in the day. Uh, yeah, this is a good one, man. Always fireworks between these two teams. So that's another one I want to tune in for. Um, Charlotte and Nashville. Um, I will declare this a rivalry game. I know 100%. Charlotte. I know Charlotte's an expansion team, but uh, North Carolina and Tennessee are next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. So you know, if Charlotte's going to develop like some regional like rivals, their three closest rivals are probably going to be Atlanta United, Nashville, and then uh, DC United. Mm-hmm. Like just proximity base. So yeah. uh, I'm actually. I'm actually really excited uh, for this. Uh, interested or not to you? I'm not going to watch the game. I'm excited for what this means, though. So uh, uh, interested yeah. or not to you? Interesting game for sure. This is one of the uh, most exciting matchups you can watch right now as far as atmosphere. Because mm-hmm. both of these you know, new teams with brand new stadiums, great fan bases right now, putting in a lot of energy. This is going to be a good one for sure. Nashville is actually in the Western Conference. Do you ever think there will be MLS Conference realignment? Uh, if they get to 32 teams, yeah. I think they should get to 32 teams. If uh, MLS gets to 32 teams, I actually think it would be a lot better for the league. And they can go like more of an NFL style mm-hmm. of how they break up the divisions and how they break up the conferences and everything. And I think it would just work out better. I think 32 is like a good number for like an American sports league. Yep. That's where they want to be. Atlanta United and Austin. Uh, interesting or no? Nah? No. Atlanta's so hurt right now. They are really depleted. Uh, Austin should walk away with this, hands down. Um, In Atlanta, too. So. Oh, yeah. Um, Cincinnati and the other New York team. Um, interesting or not? You got me. Now, why am I? Why am I? Why am I being an NYCFC homer now? Like you're just rubbing <laughs> off on me. Uh, Cincinnati and New York Red Bulls. Interesting or not? It's not interesting to me, but it is actually an interesting game. Um, two playoff position teams. Um, Cincinnati is doing pretty well after being absolutely horrible the last few seasons. They're in fifth place right now on 25 points, just four behind NYCFC. A win um, against Red Bull would be a big jump for them. Uh, Yeah, it's an interesting game just because you want to see how good Cincinnati actually is because Red Bull is playing at a really excellent clip right now. So if they can pull off a win, it's a big win for them. So it's interesting in that way as far as like, you know, the example of parody in the league. But yeah, fuck this game. <laughs> Hot take. I think uh, I think Cincinnati's one rebrand away from being one of the really solid teams in MLS moving forward. Um, I think it took them a couple of years to adjust um, with the move up from USL. Mm-hmm. But um, I think... Like, especially for that region, um, I think they're going to end up being, like, one of the better teams, like, consistently in uh, in MLS. 
Yeah. That's my hot take. Because it okay. didn't look like that a couple years ago. No. <laughs> One year ago, they were trash. One year ago, yeah, you're right. Um, Toronto, San Jose, interesting enough. No, not interesting. Uh, Montreal, Sporting Kansas City, interesting enough. That is interesting because Montreal is in third in the East and Kansas City is dead last in the West. So that's interesting because it's a classic trap game. Yeah. Trap games are always kind of fun. Um, And it would be good for Montreal to drop some points so that my boys stay closer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Chicago Columbus, I will be at this game. This is a rivalry game. Um, mm-hmm. interesting or no for you. And then I'll drop a little bit on why it's interesting, uh, for us here in Chicago. Um, is it interesting? I mean, I guess if I just gave, uh, SKC, uh, trap game status, I'll have to give it to Chicago as well. And... I mean, Columbus isn't playing all that great either, but yeah, fuck this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, both of these teams aren't really doing that well. Um, Chicago's actually on a two-game home win streak. Um, Chicago Fire are 2-0 and when uh, Ezra wears the Black Fire scarf uh, going back to Juneteenth. That's so lie. Stats don't lie. Yeah, so um, this is interesting for that. See how long the plot armor can run. Um, Chicago's actually kind of gelling together now. Um, They're still a long way off from where they need to be, uh, where we need to be, but you can tell that things are turning around. Um, Ezra's really figuring out like who he's going to keep and who he's going to kind of move out next year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you know it's not looking bad like you know like this is not looking bad so they aren't doing good but it's interesting kind of we'll see if uh plot armor holds on (laughs) um orlando city enter miami this is definitely a rivalry game right definitely a rivalry game but not interesting not interesting no you don't um you don't think this is something that they're going to end up <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> What I'm going to bleep that out. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> what? Oh my god. That shit is funny. Low <laughs> low key just as an aside Um, okay, Houston Dynamo and FC Dallas. Uh, this is another rivalry game, right? Rivalry game. Interesting. Uh, is it important? Or I'm sorry, is it interesting? Absolutely. Um, Houston's not great. Dallas is solid, but that's just a that's a fireworks game, man. That one gets the players fired up. You just kind of have to watch that, regardless. That's a big one. Um, and the last one, 
I've always wondered, is this a, uh, is this a rivalry game or not? Yes. Just cause there's like no other teams in the proximity, right? Exactly. Like, uh, so RSL, uh, rail salt Lake and the Colorado Rapids interesting or not? Uh, not interesting. <laughs> um, transfer rumors. Mark Anthony K might be out of Colorado. Headed to Toronto. Would you? What? Yeah. Uh, Where'd you do that? I saw it on Twitter. Um, Mark Anthony, hold on. Let me make sure I'm not like talking out of school. Ooh, he go back up there with Insigne. Yeesh. Yep. Here we go. Uh, could Mark Anthony K be on his way back home? TSN. That's like a Canadian channel, right? Yeah. Uh, Stephen Caldwell reports Toronto FC is working on a trade with the Colorado Rapids um, for yeah the Canadian midfielder. Oh wow, yeah they trying to they trying to build something back in um, Toronto. Uh-huh. Keep an eye out on that for sure. That's going to be interesting. Um, okay, let's kick over to match day ten in the NWSL. This is. Uh, couple of games Friday, a couple of games Saturday, a couple of games Sunday, and we can, uh, we'll do the same thing. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Orlando Pride, Houston Dash. Interesting or no? <sighs> <laughs> Not interesting. Uh, Louisville, Gotham. Not interesting. Two bad teams. At this point, yeah, like at this point, I want to keep saying Gotham is interesting, but if they keep losing, man, like, yeah. like what's it's happening? Not. Yeah. Um, oh, another, um, another um, rivalry game in California. I don't know what they're calling this, though. Uh, what are they calling the Angel City San Diego Wave rivalry? Do we know? Have they come no up with idea. something catchy? Uh, no, I don't keep my ear that close to women's supporters culture, so... I'm sure they have something bubbling somewhere, but I don't know what it is. All right. I can't um, imagine what it would be. I can't either. Um, yeah, I can't either. But uh, they're playing. I think this is the first game they've ever played against each other. Okay. Um, okay. Is this going to be a must-watch for you? Must-watch. It's going to be a sure. must-watch for me. Yeah. The two, well, Angel City's kind of like marginally good. Um, San Diego's pretty good. So yeah, this is a huge game, man. Like this is one to watch for sure. It's going to be energy packed, two brand new teams. It's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, this so they played in the Challenge Cup. Um mm-hmm. but this will be the first time they played in the regular season. So this would okay. be their first regular season matchup. This would be the first one I guess that quote unquote counts. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah, that's that's definitely a must watch game. Um, Washington spirit, uh, Kansas city, interesting or not? No, not interesting. I'm good on this one. Um, the red stars and the courage, uh, interesting or not? Yes. This one is interesting. Red stars are playing pretty well. Um, North Carolina courage are not so great right now, but they can always surprise you. So this is the NWSL's trap game. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be at the airport waiting to go to Paris uh, while this is happening. Um, I still haven't been to see a Red Stars game this year. I think the first Red Stars game oh, I'm wow. going to see is going to be the end of July 
um, because they're doing a double header with the fire on the 30th. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. But yeah, like um, I'm happy they're doing well, but there's after everything that happened last season and everything that kind of went down after the championship game, like uh, with the turnover um, and coaching staff and just how that whole thing was handled by the front office, like, they lost a lot of steam with fans here. Mm -hmm. And now they have a lot, one of the lowest attended like games oh, wow. in the league. Well, yeah, which is unfortunate because they actually have a good team this year, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it's not that interesting. Um, and then we have, I guess, this is definitely a rivalry game. Uh, the Rain and the Thorns. O.L. Rain and Portland Thorns. Yeah. I wonder if this is on their uh, doubleheader schedule. Um, let's see. Because this is on the 10th. And the men's game is... It's the day before. It's on the Saturday. Which I don't understand. I don't understand why this isn't. Because I think both of these games are at Lumen. Both of these games are at Lumen Field. Yeah. Yeah. This could have been and a double turf. Yeah. This could have been a double header, same day rivalry thing. Hmm. That would have been amazing. Uh, it's unfortunate. But yeah, that's an interesting game. Um, not a must watch for me. But I'm sure it'll be a good game. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's everything uh, for the weekend. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Um, Monday the 11th, uh, United States, Mexico. Uh, interesting or not? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it always is, man. I um, So the women are playing in um, the CONCACAF Women's Championship right now. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like, um, I guess it's the women's version of the gold cup. Yeah. I wish they would just call it the gold cup. Right. Like that way. Just bring it all together. Just bring it all together. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I think this is, uh, I think this is ultimately going to come down to, uh, the United States and Canada ultimately. Um, they clearly have the two best teams in the region. Mm-hmm. So the United States women have been cruising without looking necessarily good for a while now. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to like say that and not have people be like, oh, you're just a hater or something like that, you know? Yeah. Because they're winning like two, like three, nothing like, you know, but it's not good looking football and you can tell that this team is beatable, mm -hmm. but I'm just not sure there's another team out there that has everything it takes to like sustain the pressure it takes to beat them for yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But this is definitely not older iterations of the U S women's national team where they are just steamrolling people and they look unbeatable. Like those days are gone. Like the gap is Long closing. Gone. Yeah. Yep. And you can see it, but like, you know, the question is like, you know, does anybody have the juice like, you know, to pull it off? Black, black coat damn sure doesn't. No, nah, dude. I am, uh, I'm actually quite upset 
with uh, Vlatko right now because he's definitely running a lot of players into the ground because he's just not bringing people into camp when they need to be. Like, there are players on this squad right now that don't need to be in this squad right now. Mm-hmm. Like, either because they played full season somewhere else, like, you know, like, they just don't need to be in the squad. Like, this isn't that important of a tournament where, like, you know, you have to bring, like, you know, your AA team. You can bring like your B plus team or like your A minus team here and still relatively do damage. And if you were doing what you were supposed to do before, like in terms of giving like, you know, younger players caps, like, you know, in games that didn't mean as much, like you might not be in this situation anyway. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't like you don't bring your top 11 to beat Uzbekistan like (laughs) nine nothing, bro. Like. Oh my god. Like what does that serve? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just things like that. And then you get to the point where people start getting injured. There's not enough money in women's football for these women to really be playing the amount of games. Well, the money that's going into women's football is not being reinvested in the players. So it's very difficult for like women's footballers to play the same amount of games that they're being that men are being asked to play. Mm-hmm. without the proper standards and like these players are just dropping like flies and like something's got to give either like you know coaches have to become better with rotations national teams have to like put their foot down and be like look bro like you know you can't bring like your a team everywhere you know or they're just gonna have to put more money into like you know doing research and like, you know, figuring out what's the optimal level of games that, you know, women can play given the conditions that they have right now, right? That's an interesting point, too, because I have been paying a little more attention to that recently because I started going to um, New York Liberty games mm-hmm. and realizing that their quarters are shorter and, you know, the, they score less. So just seeing how much of a different game it is, I was like, oh, wow. You know, so yeah, you're right. You know, there should be some, probably should be some adjustment um, to better account for woman's anatomy. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, you know, if you're not going to give them, if you're not going to give them the same facilities as men to like optimize their performance, which that's what I'm in favor of. I'm not in favor of cutting games, right? Mm-hmm. Like I believe women's, Women's the women's calendar should a hundred percent reflect the men's calendar. There should be the same amount of games. There should be the same. It should literally be the same fucking tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. It just should be a men's side and a women's side, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of this should be equal, and the women should just have more money for better facilities and like shit like that. I am not for cutting games whatsoever because mm-hmm. that's how you like cheap out. Like you say, like you know, you say like, oh, like you know, we don't have the money to do it. Like yeah. You know, you have the money to do it. It's just, what do you want to do with the money? Do you want to put the money in your pocket as an owner? Or do you want to reinvest it into the playing side for these women? My thing is they should reinvest it into the playing side of these women. You see it, you see it in the WNBA where like, you know, they're having these flights where they're having these fights over like, you know, flights and accommodations and, you know, just like training compensation. Mm -hmm. Like the women deserve all of that. Right. Like if they're going to be a top level, then like, you know, treat them like they're top level. 
you know, like don't cut games, like, you know, just pay them what they're worth, you know? Right. Thank you for checking out Chop Soccer Pod Short Corners. For more, check us out on Twitter at Chop Soccer Pod and Instagram at Chop Soccer Pod. You know the vibes.